I was cutting in and out, and then I was too kind of distracted by the live stream because my I was testing that for potential. Go subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, all the stuff. Uh, I also got a little bit too high, I think. <laughs> that is possible. I didn't overdose. I'm still alive, thank you. But, uh, you know, I like to be at like a 3 out of 10 sometimes. When I, you know, feel a little creative. Feel a little bit loosey-goosey. But, um... You know, that's the hard thing about marijuana is it's not regulated. It's not, you know, you can say this is a half of a gram of this particular strain, but you don't know how that's really going to affect you. So it's like playing the trombone. There are no notes, right? When you drink a beer, you generally have an idea of how that's going to go. And I try to stick to one particular strain just so it's predictable but um you know it is what it is there are no notes you know i remember i don't know if that's actually true i never played the trombone trombone i've tromboned your sister but i was in band in seventh grade and i remember him the teacher trying to teach the kid who picked the trombone and he was kind of like, yeah, you just kind of guess where the note is. Because there are no buttons on a trombone. You just move the thing and you're like, eh, something like that. But, um, yeah, this is my this is my podcast. This is Andrew's Crap. This is, um, you know, my, my joke compost. The live stream is still up. It'll be the same topics, maybe a few... Less tangents, maybe a few new tangents. You never know how this is going to go. But, um, you know, I wanted to do one without the audio issues. Plus, I was playing a clip because Adam Sandler stole my joke. I'll get to that in a minute. That's the big tease. Adam Sandler stole my joke. Thievery. There are no other explanations. My joke went viral on the internet, and then six months later, he's doing (laughs) a completely different joke, but he also said the words Ben Stiller as a punchline, so it must be from me. That's how I'm interpreting it. This is my joke compost podcast. You know, I think as creatives, my best advice has always been to, to write your worst ideas down. Because some of them can be great if you don't give up on them. And um, you never know. And a compost, you know, you put all your banana peels and your eggshells and leftover food and stuff you didn't think was worth it. And you throw it in there. And sometimes beautiful flowers grow, right? It's supposed to be good fertilizer. Now, fertilizer also makes bombs. We got to keep that in mind. So there are going to be not good jokes, but we've got to get through those to get to the good ones. You can't grow flowers without a little crap. We're trying to make some beautiful flowers. I've been obsessed with the process of comedy and the process 
you know, I wanted to try to make a couple videos like joke writing concept to completion. I've been watching all of those documentaries on the Beatles and the the Beatles one's like eight hours long. It's actually, if you watch it with my dad, it's 16 hours long because he pauses every five minutes to give you a backstory that, you know, I'm like, the thing's already long enough. I, you know, I don't think they left out a key detail in an eight hour documentary series. Amazing, amazing thing. But I watched that. I watched Metallica. I watched all these Taylor Swift ones over the pandemic where they're just trying to write in the studio. And it was inspiring because they're just like something in the way she moves attracts me like a pomegranate. And you're like, oh, even the Beatles suck the first time through. So that's what we're doing. That is the concept of the podcast. When I live streamed, I lost two subscribers. Isn't that some shit? People are just annoyed that I was in their feed or whatever. I don't I don't know. It is weird like that you you would get that sometimes on Instagram if you pay attention to your numbers. I try not to Look at the analytics of every post because it makes you not want to post because every time you post, someone's like, who's this guy? Why do I follow him? Oh, some comedian. I had a funny story. I remember a couple years ago, I got this DM that was like, I can't wait till you're on The Tonight Show and I can tell everybody I was following you when you only had 10,000 followers. And I was like, hell yeah, this guy gets it. He understands quality. He sees me. And then in my pandemic special that went a little viral on YouTube, I put out, you know, I, I went through my entire DMs and I just messaged anybody who's ever messaged me. And I go, here's a link to my newest comedy thing. And he had, I ran upon that message and he had already unfollowed me. You know, a year later or whatever it was, he gave up. Way to have faith, bro. It takes more than a, a year. Um, also, why aren't you telling more people? Like, shouldn't you just be like, hey, this is going to look bad on me if he doesn't get on the Tonight Show. It's your fault. That's what I've always said. All right. Let's pause this. We're going to get into the Adam Sandler thing, but I want to try and play the clips here. So we're, we're going to try and uh, insert some media. Daddy is with you tonight. We're doing everything we're not allowed to do when daddy's home. Like eat his yodels or try on his spanks. <laughs> or dare we say laugh out loud at Ben Stiller movies. <laughs> this is why we need to legalize marijuana everywhere so I don't have to get stabbed behind a dumpster of a 7-Eleven just to make a Ben Stiller movie funny for once. That seems like too much work. You know what I'm saying? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What other explanation is there other than he saw a video with probably a million views on it? Um... I think that's cool. To me, I always thought of those things as, you know, when you write the same joke as someone or when, you know, the, the coincidences happen like that. That, to me, feels like you're on the right track. You're writing 
the same type of comedy and the same type of jokes that people you really like would kind of write. So, um, uh, just a cool, just a cool thing. I don't think he stole it. And it's also a completely different context, you know. He's using it as like a jealousy thing and I'm saying the movies suck. And he's kind of saying that they are good, but he just is not allowing his family to watch them. But, um, yeah, it's kind of silly. A little fake controversy never hurt anybody, you know. Start tweeting at Adam Sandler. I don't think he has a Twitter. Does he tweet? He, by the way, one of the most underrated comedians, I think, amazing movies most of the time. And his comedy specials are fantastic. Uh, what can you say about the dude? Good movies. Good comedy. Solid. Doesn't uh, say anything bad about the Jews. Um, we'll get into that, maybe. I, Thanksgiving just happened. Boy. I was with my family. Um, good time. We always do the thing. I think everyone does this where you sit at the table and you go, this is what I'm thankful for. And I kept trying to bring up this story and no one seemed to think it was a big deal except for me. Like, I just thought it was amazing i was very thankful that i had good role models as as a kid you know from my parents because we were loading the car for a road trip and we you know my parents have a uh my dad has a tesla and i know the safety record on those is not that great but i trust the robots more than i trust his driving the problem with the tesla it has the the what do you call it? The automatic braking or the um, dynamic braking? That's not it. There's a word for it. But as soon as you let off the gas pedal, it starts braking. And my dad is a very tap 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 on the gas pedal driver, off and on. So this accentuates the worst parts of his driving. You know, it uses the brakes somehow, wizardry, and it recharges the battery through friction or. Something like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> what is there, a, a 1% chance that, that the robot accidentally drives him off a cliff? Sure. Is there a 5% chance he does it himself while he's eating taco time and looking at his Apple Watch and trying to send an email? Probably. I had a joke about, you know, he had a cancer scare. He got cancer. It was very scary. And um, as my role was the comedic relief. I think, you know, family members kind of called me and they were like, oh, wow, what are we, how are we thinking? How are you handling this? You know, I think they were trying to check in on me and at the same time let me know that they need help too. Um, that's very nice, but I, the big joke I kept making to like my uncle and to like, 
you know, my brother's, my, my, not my brother, my dad's sister, my aunt. There's words for these things you could use to describe them. I kept saying things like, oh, well, you know, if you've ever been in the car with him, you know that him being alive at 65 is a miracle in itself. So he's really living on borrowed time. And that got big laughs out of everybody because everybody thinks he sucks at driving. I think everybody thinks everybody else sucks at driving. Is there anybody who's like, I'm just not a good driver? All of my accidents are other people's fault. I mean, everything and everybody's, everything in my life is everybody else's fault. Life happens to you. Isn't that a saying somewhere? Um, but anyway, we were loading this car and the trunk was up and then my mom came in and pressed the button to open the garage door and it caught a piece of the spoiler, I guess, and popped it off and then it just got stuck and then no one really noticed. And so I called my parents back in the garage and go, Hey, I don't want to press the button cause I don't know if it's going to damage it more, but just look and then my mom starts freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot. Oh, my God, I please, I'm so sorry. And my dad just laughs. And he goes, oh, I think I can clip this back on. Or, you know, it was a really easy piece to put back on. So it wasn't like it was permanently damaged. But, you know, I just went over and hugged my mom. And I also wanted to get in the way in case my dad ran up and punched her. But and I know it sounds so terrible to say, but like I was just so impressed that he didn't punch her. She tried to ruin his car on accident. Of course, it was, of course, the reasonable thing is to laugh and go, you idiot, which is what he did. But I just know that that could have been a 911 call in a lot of families, you know? <laughs> or just, like, yelling for five minutes and then being like, I'm sorry I overreacted. You, you know, and then you're kind of on edge. You're like, is, is he going to stab me? Was that just a temporary thing, or does he have anger issues? But I just loved seeing them go, eh, it's no big deal. And it wasn't... It wasn't like brought up later when she's like, you missed the left turn. And he's like, yeah, well, you fucking broke my car. It reminds me of a time I was, we had a riding lawnmower and I, it had a cruise control for some reason. Who puts a cruise control on a lawnmower? How big is your yard? Are you mowing the interstate? It only goes I don't know, 10 miles an hour, 5 miles an hour? How fast does a lawnmower go? But, <laughs> same thing. Same thing as the Tesla. As soon as you take your foot off the accelerator, it breaks, except if you have the cruise control on for some reason. Now, you can't put the cruise control on with the mower. And I don't know what I why I... I mean, it's my fault for putting the cruise control on, but why give me the option is my point. 
But anyway, I the parking spot was underneath the deck, and, and there's a window there uh, with my dad's recording studio. So he happened to be in the recording studio, and I am just putting along, about to park the <laughs> park the car, park the John Deere, and I take my foot off the accelerator, and it doesn't move. It doesn't stop. And then it just crashes into the window where my dad is recording with all of his friends. And I am immediately, I just start crying. I don't even turn the car. I think it, I think I hit the brake and maybe turned, I don't know if I turned it off, but I definitely stopped. I wasn't just spinning my wheels into the window. Nothing broke. The window didn't break. There was no damage to, you know, it's five miles an hour. But it's probably scared the shit out of him. And then he came out, and I'm just crying, going, I'm so sorry. And he's like, that's fine. I just, I'm just glad you weren't doing it on purpose. <laughs> check, check. Okay. I did bump the microphone, but I noticed it got cut off. So this is what was happening during my live stream, too. But I wasn't paying attention. But I'm on top of it for the solo up for the solo episode. Without the pressure of the streaming, there was one guy who was being really funny in the comment section. It was making me nervous because I was like, "Put him on the live stream. He's funnier than me." Um, and I've had zero drugs so far. Although I think I smoked enough last night after the podcast that uh, that uh, <laughs> I'm probably still stoned or affected, you know, in some way. You don't actively feel it, but, you know, you're like, there's probably trace elements in there. My friend told me a story about getting a DUI in the morning after drinking. That seems like you probably deserve that. If you can't sober up by the morning and... You still get pulled over? You know, let's go to jail. My dad told me that he accidentally went to a Twin Peaks restaurant. Um, I don't know if you know what these are. They are restaurants is the word for them. They're like Hooters. They like fancy up Hooters. Twin Peaks because they've got two pointy boobs. Get it? Hooters. No, it's about the owl. <laughs> We're from North Bend, Washington, and they shot a movie there called Twin Peaks. It's like a psycho thriller. I've never even seen it. But for some reason, my parents allegedly thought, oh, wow, a North Bend-themed restaurant in Las Vegas. This will be fun. And then they were surprised and pleasantly surprised, depending on who you ask. <laughs> They dress like lumberjacks with flannel and hopefully no beards, but there is an axe wound. Come on, folks. Now, what's funny is I swear, I could be making this up. I am known to fabricate a story or two, but I swear a month ago, my dad and I were driving around and he was Googling restaurants and he said, what's the Twin Peaks? And I said, oh, it's kind of like a Hooters. And he's like, huh. And so now I'm like, there's no way he forgot about that. 
he hatched a plan to be like, all right, how do I figure out how to go here on my own or with my lady? With my lady. So he tricked my mom into going to a Hooters, which if you're going to go to a restaurant, Twin Peaks, pretty good, pretty good food. Clam jumpers, that one gets messy. Waka Waka. Claim Jumpers is a restaurant. I don't know if they have that everywhere, but I was driving around the other day and I saw that I was like, does that say Clam Jumpers? Be a funny name for a a restaurant. Find the Pearl. Or is that oysters? Listen. I don't know the anatomy of fish, but I'll look into it. Earlier, while I was paused, I got a FaceTime from a number I don't have. And I uh, didn't answer it because, I don't know, who are you? And they didn't leave a voicemail, which has me concerned because, I mean, I don't know if you can leave a FaceTime voicemail. Maybe not. Who just FaceTime, even if you're in my contacts, like there's only three people I would pick up on a random FaceTime that aren't my uh, family. So, (laughs) I don't know who's trying to FaceTime me, but uh, maybe check and see if I'm cool with that. My dad is horny I regret to inform everybody he was uh my mom was giving dating advice to someone that was my age and complaining a little bit about marriage and going oh how do I get him to not fuck me all the time or I don't know what the conversation started out as but I think that's where it eventually leads every time And my mom was like, well, I'm 70. And my advice to you is just get used to dick. (laughs) Those were her exact words. Get used to dick. She was like, I'm 70. So do the math. You You got 30 more years of dick. She's, you know, she's got some gems once in a while. She's like me with jokes, but with ideas you know she will just she is constantly going do you need ketchup do you need what do you need can I get you something and I'm like I know where everything is that I need but every once in a while she'll have a good idea you know she'll be like you should get a massage because I'll be complaining I'll be like I'm hurting I gotta (laughs) I'm dying and she'll be like go get a massage and I'm like oh yeah it's been Over a year since I got a massage, I had a nosy masseuse, and then I wrote that deep issue joke, Uh, and then I stopped going to get massages, and now I'm like, boy, I'm tense, and I'm tight, and I'm hurting, and she's like, get a massage, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's very simple. I like, I like, I want that in a, in a partner, you know, I want that part of a partner that's like, you idiot. I did it a girl once that after shows, she would always go, you're really good tonight. And I'd be like, yeah. You know, she, she was kind of like asking about 
money, it should be like, what you were really you were the best one on that show. Why did you only make a hundred dollars? And I'd be like, ah, you know, that's just how the business goes. So she's like, fuck that. You need more money. You should. You deserve more money. And I'm like, oh yeah. She's got some points every once in a while. Shout out to that lady. She believed in me when no one else did. That's what you want in a partner that's like, no, I see potential. I see where this could be. I um, have a torn labrum in my hip. That's kind of why I'm in pain for the last two years. I've just been living in constant pain. And uh, I've still never punched a hotel clerk. For a guy that travels 100 nights a year, that's saying a lot. I would like a medal, okay? Stop trying to have a conversation with me. Room number, key card, that's all I need. Does it look like I want to know where the hotel gym is? Are you telling me I should know where the hotel gym is? Do it look like I'm going to be awake for breakfast? Oh, well. Breakfast is available at 4 in the morning until 6 a.m. And it's a waffle machine and soggy eggs. You're welcome. It's like, can we skip the spiel? Can we skip the, you know, I'm carrying a pillow. I'm, I don't know. I just think I look like a frequent traveler. I think that joke would work better if I was like a fat comic. But there is a certain look of a hotel gym guy and I'm not it. I think. Don't get me wrong. I've been in them. But if you saw me in there, you'd be surprised or impressed. Same with a lady. Wow. I always thought he was gay, kind of. I have this torn labrum in my hip. And I went to the doctor for like two years. I kept going to the doctor and they'd be like, eh, probably nothing. But they finally, they said, uh, you know, they, I convinced them to get an MRI and they were like, well, just because the way your bone is structured on that side, it's like you're just more susceptible to that type of injury. So they, they don't want to fix it. I have health insurance, but it's not good enough. You know, it's like Obamacare. It's like the cheap. <clears throat> they like try to talk me out of stuff. And they're right. But I think it's because they know they can't make money off me. They're like, look, just because you have bones, they break sometimes. So just like deal with it, you know. Just be in pain whenever you use your leg for a couple more years. And then when it gets worse, we'll fix it. Because they are right. They're like, it'll be like an eight-month rehab. And I'm like, I don't know that I have free time to just operate on my leg. <laughs> And then spend three hours a day trying to fix it. And, you know, it's like I've got to be moving and shaking. I've got I carry my own bags to the airport. Okay. I try to be nice to hotel front desk workers and strippers because they probably get abused the most. By the customer, not their uncle. I get nervous in strip clubs because I have too much empathy. I'm a performer myself, and I'm often quite vulnerable on stage. I'm showing my ass. I'm always nervous because I want them to think I'm a good person, but I don't know how to act. 
It's like when I go through TSA, it's the same policy I have at strip clubs. I'm like, hands up, unless you tell me otherwise. No sudden moves. I'm sorry I'm wearing sweatpants. They're always like, I think they, I don't know how they think, but I think that they are like, (laughs) I think they think I'm weird because I'm trying to, they're like, I understand creep. I don't know what you're doing. My tits are down here. Stop making eye contact, you weirdo. During lap dances, they get close. I whisper in their ear. I'm like, you don't have to be here if you don't want to. Wink your butthole twice if you need help. Twerk twice if you need help. So I downloaded a stretching app to help with my pain. Every day at 11 p.m. it pops up and says, did you stretch? And I always think, like, if someone walks by my hotel room at the right time, it sounds like I'm having a wild orgy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's the spot. Oh, careful. Oh, I'm going to blow my back out. Oh, <laughs> they both end in tears. And uh, uh, I make those noises alone. Something there. It's my favorite app I've downloaded. My record is 28 days in a row, which is pretty good. But you think it would be much easier to just stretch every day. It's one of those things you don't think about. But I told my mom about it, and she was like, oh, I practice. (laughs) This is so funny to me. She practices getting up off the floor. She, because she's too cheap for a, uh, (laughs) what do you call it, a life alert? How did Jews get the uh, cheap? My mom is Polish, and she is proud of that. You know, she's very, like, you know, negotiates with Safeway and, you know, the grocery store. Coupon queen. I'm Polish. Like, she's, like, (laughs) I don't know, is it racist if you're Polish to be, like, Polish people are cheap? It's funny that that certain stereotypes catch on and some don't, I guess. Um, Whoa. Did that knock it? We knocked it, but we're still getting audio. Okay. Speaking of Kanye a little bit, uh, a little backstory here. I, you know, have a... I've told this joke before, but I have a dry bar comedy special, which is like Netflix for Mormons, where you can edit out offensive parts of TV shows. Because if you're Mormon, you're not allowed to have like, you know, alcohol or caffeine or fun unless your idea of fun is riding a bicycle in a suit. But they made a Netflix where you can edit out. You're like a Mormon boy. You want to watch Game of Thrones, but you're offended by nudity. You select from a menu, no nudity. And you watch the other 13 minutes of Game of Thrones. It's very exciting. I told my dad about this, and he was like, do they have the opposite service? I was like, I think that's just porn. He's very horny. By the way, after my mom gave me that lecture, I think I heard them. I can't. It was a very loud frog, maybe, that was making rhythmic. But um, they do tell me all the time that they like to get in the hot tub naked. They'll be like, are you going to join us in the hot tub or do you want to hide in your room for a little bit? And I'm like, sounds like you love naked, so you have at it. But anyway, 
horny dad, horny dad, horny toad. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. So they got sued dry bar comedy. Netflix, they got sued by net. They got sued by Disney for like $60 million. Cause you're not allowed to take people's movies and edit them and then charge people to watch it. Now, why would a religious institution think they're above certain laws? They got to pay taxes like everybody else. Oh, wait. They are exempt from almost every law. Uh, don't fuck kids. Well, you guys. Only one wife and one husband each. Well, except for you guys. Uh, the Catholics have their fun. The Mormons have their fun. And uh, Christians just get to be racist. I don't know. The point is, they were like, who else can we take advantage of? And they're like, comedians don't read contracts. And so I filmed this comedy special with them. And I didn't care. I thought it was going to get, like, six Mormon kids will see it. And um, I had to film a clean comedy special. They, like, scared me over the phone. They're like, this has got to be the cleanest set of your life. And I had to change a joke. They wouldn't let me tell a joke because I had a joke like, hey, if you like the show, find me on Instagram or YouTube or Tinder. And they were like, you can't say Tinder because that's a sex sex app. And I was like, okay, how about Adult Friend Finder? And they're like, well, that's a wholesome sounding app. That sounds good. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. And, um, anyway, it got 15 million views after the first year, and I still owed them $5,000. And that's, you know, I'm not a 15 millionaire. I'm not a 15, I'm in debt to you still. Every quarter they would send us your earnings. They would be like, here's what you made. And I'd be like, well, how do you calculate that number and they're like well we can't tell you that and I'm like oh so you're just making it up and they're like precisely and so that's what's weird to me about the Kanye West thing is like (laughs) by the way I don't want to accidentally say something stupid but I promise I am not racist I don't even see Jew In fact, I'm so not racist, I'm still streaming Kanye's music because I want the Jews to get their money. You understand? I'm going above and beyond. (laughs) That's his big gripe, right? He says he he thinks his record label didn't pay him enough. And the janitor was was Jewish or whatever, so they're like... He's like, all Jews are responsible because my record label didn't pay me enough. And keep in mind, he, until very recently, was worth a billion dollars, allegedly. And he thinks he was underpaid. And maybe so. He used to make incredible music. He used to make really good music. I'm not denying that, unlike what he does with the Holocaust. But... As a guy who's been a comedian for 13 years, coming up 14 years, like, <laughs> that's not, 
That's just showbiz, man. That's not Jews. I'm getting fucked by Mormons. That's everybody in power. I'm not getting fucked by Mormons. I take that back. They're just inside of me and someone else is jumping on the bed. But, you know, it's uh, it's just... I've heard stories. Comedy Central fucked people over. Everyone fucks people over, okay? It's just the nature of... You gotta be willing. You gotta just, I guess, deal with it. I don't know. Um... I have a friend who's 21 years old and it's interesting to hang around her because she only knows the bad Kanye because he's he's just been a shithead for her entire adult life. So she doesn't even understand why anyone cares. She's like, yeah, he's a fucking dick. And you're like, no, you don't understand. He used to be so good. It's like trying to explain America before 9-11 where you're like, no, it wasn't always like this. Things were so good. She's like, I've read some books. It wasn't that great. I'm like, I know there were warning signs, but we just ignored them. It was a good time. And sometimes we hang out, we watch movies, and then all of a sudden there's an actor who's been canceled and he pops up. And you're like, oh, I forgot about that guy. What a drag. It really kills the mood because you're just thinking about the shitty things that the guy did now. And... You know, you're like, wow, Kevin Spacey is the love interest. This movie is not that believable. <laughs> he kissed that princess while she was asleep. That is not a good look. She's making out with frogs. Hashtag problematic. And, uh... That's why... I don't know, how do we separate the art from the artist, you know? I can't believe Van Gogh paintings are still expensive. Like, he cuts his ear off and mails it to a woman? Talk about unwanted advances. I don't know. I guess it had to be hard to flirt back then. <laughs> I'll show you who's a good listener. You couldn't just, you know, send a picture of your dick. You had to paint it and and mail it to her or... <laughs> Was there a post office? No, you had to you had to have someone deliver it. Hey, this one's for my mom and this one's for my girlfriend. Don't mix them up. Also, you're a bird. So this is gonna go well. Uh Johnny Cash shot a man just to watch him die, and he's won tons of Grammys. Okay. What do we also what is getting canceled even? <laughs> Lucy K is is probably gonna win his second Grammy, and he made an amazing comedy special. That's what I, you hate about it. You're like the worst guy I know is unbelievably good at this. Dave Chappelle's closer is being nominated, and that's the problematic one. And it's like I was submitted for Grammy nomination. I didn't get it. A couple million views. You would think someone would care. So this is my proposition. We need a Netflix for liberals. So you don't accidentally ruin your movie where there's like a drop down menu and it's like what each actor was canceled for. You know, you're like, oh, possession of cocaine. Nah, I'm cool with that. Uh, jerked off in front of a girl in his trailer. I mean, it's a really good movie. You know, voted for a Republican once in 1942. Fuck that. 
skip the scene. Skip the skip the movie. Tur- voted for Trump once. That that third punchline doesn't hit right now, and I don't know what to, I gotta fix it. But you know, we're working on it. Uh oh, just unplugged my computer. Hopefully, it lasts forty minutes. We are killing it. I'm proud of us. <laughs> I do have a pair of I have two pairs of Yeezys I bought. I don't know if I should sell them. I think I could sell them for like twenty five bucks. I'm sure someone out there is like again, is that <laughs> maybe this is the same joke as the uh playing his money, playing playing the playing his songs so the Jews can get money. But what is the... Should I throw them away? I paid like 200 bucks for those a couple years ago. And, uh... They wore out their welcome. They're not that comfortable. They they start out comfortable, but they're kind of... Uh, what's the... Slippery? They are slippery-ish. Like, the, the shoelaces don't do much, you know? They're like decorative shoelaces, kind of. So, like... Um, I also think that they're like a half size too small than the, anyway, the point is, should, is it rude to sell them? Is some kid going to see, and then he's going to get punched at school? Is it rude to hand them down to somebody? Is it rude to pass these? I'm certainly not going to wear them. I have no, I have no need for the, 20 bucks that I would get from, you know, but, you know, <laughs> am I allowed to? Is that a proper thing to do to sell some shoes from a racist guy? Uh, I have a house cleaner and, uh, I didn't get a chance. I usually clean before the house cleaner comes up because I'm like, I don't want to think I'm a fucking slob. And uh, so I make it like somewhat presentable but messy. And then, but I didn't, I forgot to hide the Yeezys and then they sort of organize all my shoes. And I'm like, oh, great. This person thinks I'm uh, racist. And uh, it's probably why they didn't do it well. But anyway. I did tease a story about a fake husband, but I think I'll do that next episode, depending on what else comes up. Uh, I thought about these funny stories. I guess I'll... Uh, on, on the tour with uh, Hofstetter, we were... We got stuck with like a 12-hour drive with just two people. And we were kind of pissed about it. But then once we got on the drive, it was really fun because we had just me and this other dude. And Leedy, the artist, was with us, but she can't drive. You know, women drivers. And, but it was, we got to have like 12 hours uninterrupted of like everybody just getting to know each other. And like thinking out loud and having some fun chats. And it made me realize like as much as we get to know each other. This is like a one-on-one date with the on The Bachelor where you're like, there's no crowd, there's no cameras, there's no 
you know, in the context of we're always in a group of seven people in a van <clears throat> or whatever, and then and then we get, you know, an hour at the gig, we get an hour before the gig in the hotel, and then we get two hours alone in a hotel room and we rotate with each other and we're kind of chatting there, but we're not, like, hanging out. We're not like, tell me about your childhood and, you know... That was kind of cool. So I got to bond a little bit more with those uh, with the with those two. Had a good time. I told my friend Katie that about you know, oh, this is like a moment of empathy of like what it must have been like to be on the bachelorette. She's like love that for you. And uh I have this joke about Katie about Dating an influencer, like, you know, hey, Andrew, we followed your girlfriend on Instagram. Just lots of pictures of vibrators. Yeah, it's what her job is. She's companies send her free stuff so that she can convince people to buy it. She's, she's got to test the products. I'm always like, honey, come to bed. She's like, work comes first. But I was thinking about that, and I'm like, why do they... You could influence for good. You're selling vibrators. Also, who needs to be reminded to masturbate? That's what, you know, I have to put hot sauce under my fingernails to stop me. Waka waka. All right, well, 40-something minutes is pretty good. And, uh, you know, the last one was 60 minutes, which means I cut out 15 minutes of bullshit of me interacting with people on the live stream. If you want to go watch that and see the original version of all of these jokes, uh, you can do that. YouTube, Andrew J. Rivers. I'll, you know, send me some messages. Tell me what you think. Would you want video? Do you like seeing my face? Am I going to lose subscribers? I don't care about that. When I put out podcasts with my dad, the numbers go down. Listen, get off the bandwagon. Come back. You'll be back. I'm pretty good at jokes. So if you like jokes, you know, when my next special goes viral, you'll find me again and you'll go, fuck, why did I unfollow that guy? Because you're an idiot. That's uh, <clears throat> the other interesting thing. YouTube, 15 million views on shorts there from this comedy special. And probably approaching 20 million on Facebook. I haven't really counted on the reels there. And demonetized on Instagram. I got maybe 2 million views on there. A couple million at least. Before they demonetized me for talking about mailing drugs. The joke is called don't mail drugs. I'm (laughs) helping... I'm telling you not to mail drugs. I'm not saying, you know, Hove did that, so you don't have to go through that. Um, You can't say mail drugs. I'm pretty sure you can when you say don't in front of it. It's a Chad Daniels joke. You can't say rape. I'm pretty sure you can when you say don't. That's the number one time they want you saying. This whole podcast should just be me telling other people's better jokes. But alas... We're not there.
But yeah, I don't know. A couple million views. That's pretty cool. And nobody... <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's reached out to be like, good job. Way to go. We're so proud of you, son. Like, you know, that's not true. My parents are... My parents were proud of me before. They needed... Deserved. I deserved it. They've always been supportive. But I have, like, a manager. I have, you know, a record label. I have whatever the laugh button is. You know, they have a blog. They've never written a blog about me. They write blogs about Dave Chappelle. So blog about Anna Rivers. I'm on your team. Don't you want me to succeed? Because that helps you succeed? I don't get Am I not funny enough? Can you not bring, can you not, can you not leverage 30 million views into something else? Clearly the people want to see it. I mean, they submitted me for a Grammy, but that was it. You know, they just go because of your success for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of sight, out of mind because the manager's in New York. They're quiet quitting me. <laughs> he hasn't responded to an email since like April. I don't know, man. I don't know what you want out of me. I got to bug him though. Um, go watch the special. Go share it with some friends. Go subscribe on all the things. And uh, I've been trying to end this podcast for five minutes, so... We're going to call it right there. Thanks for listening. Andrew's Crap, Episode 3 in the books.